Hey, PT listeners, we've been working on something special at Tier 11, something that I can say without exaggeration or without hesitation will produce better ad optimization and increased conversions and have a profound impact on the amount of data you can send back to all your ad platforms. That includes Meta, that includes TikTok, that includes Google, and we call it X-Ray Tag. And it's only available to tier 11 customers. A lot of businesses think that it's Black Friday, it's the holiday season, and once they actually get through that, then they'll worry about next year. Well, now is the time for you to start gathering all the data that you can to set yourself and your business up for success in 2024. X-Ray Tag replaces all the potpourri of pixels, cappies, cookies with one single implementation that sends higher quality first-party data back to all your ad platforms. In fact, in our early testing, we've seen a 40 to 100% increase in event matching quality, aka EMQs in Meta, which translates into better ad optimization and increased conversions. So if you feel like your ads are flying blind, head on over to tier11.com forward slash x-ray to get early access. Clients to sign up before the end of the year, move to the front of the line, and we are only offering this for the PT listener like yourself. So head on over to tier11.com forward slash x-ray. Don't miss out. So we are here with Owen Felsinger, the solutions architect at Meta. And uh, we have gone through some of the questions and the troubleshooting that he's done, working with small and mid-sized businesses for Cappy Gateway, as well as Conversions API. And we're going to be talking a little bit deeper into the metaverse. I think Dukasam is going to dive deep headfirst into the metaverse. He's got his goggles on. He's just going to go like right in there. And uh, we're going to start buying stuff. We're going to start buying real estate with Owen live on the air here, I believe, and a bunch of NFTs. No, actually, we're not. But <laughs> with, with meta coupons, that would be great. We'll dive a little bit deeper verse itself right after this. You're listening to Perpetual Traffic. Was your Black Friday Cyber Monday not quite as great as you wanted it to be? Did you feel like you were leaving money on the table? You knew you could have made more sales, but you just didn't know where that money was lying on the table? Well, it's probably because you have some blind spots in your business. We here at Perpetual Traffic want to make 2024 your best year ever. And now is the time to plan for it and set yourself up for 2024. It is not after the first of the year because by the time you actually start doing your planning after January 1st, you've already missed a month. So get that planning done now and do it on us. We are giving away 10 free audits, which goes through all of your ad platforms, all the platforms that you're spending money on right now, or maybe the ones that you're maybe not spending money on, but we feel that there is a great opportunity for you to spend and scale and grow. We'll also look at everything after the click for your CRO, your conversion architecture, as we call it. We'll even analyze your email sequences. And most importantly, we'll look at your data. 
how you're actually capturing visitors information and how it's tracking all the way to your CRM or whatever your source of truth is. And we do this through a comprehensive audit where we rate each section of your customer acquisition path, give you a rating, and then give some recommendations as to what you should do in order to have 2024 be the best year ever. Now, we're only going to offer this for 10 lucky businesses in the month of December. Okay, that's it. That's the only capacity that we have. Head on over to tier11.com forward slash audit. Fill out the form and let's make 2024 the best year ever. So, Owen, don't let anything out of the, don't let the cat out of the bag if you're not allowed to, but I'm just curious, metaverse, when do we get to run ads? Uh, yeah. If I could let, I don't know any cats in the bag. So I got, you know, I'm sure there'll be a time. I think the metaverse is a very early conceptual idea that you see some of the basics come through, like the, the meta quests now. I would, you know, if you, if you haven't take, want to take a step into VR and, and see what the metaverse is like, the quest is a really good, I was, you know, a bit skeptical myself before I got one, but it is a good, as in somebody who emigrated from the UK to here, it's a really good way for me to keep up in touch with my friends back in London. It, it, I'm sure there'll be a time, you know, already sponsored ads within the, the quest store, I guess that's not really a, a, you know, display ad, but it's, it's on the way. It's, uh, it's one, one step closer. I noticed that. So, well, I mean, there, nobody spends billions of dollars on R and D, you know, at, technology acquisition, monetizing it. Like there's, there's a monetization opportunity somewhere. And it, the thing that excites me about the metaverse is, is it changes what advertising is, you know, like right now, no matter how, no matter how elegant it gets, I'm just taking my picture and I'm putting it in your frame with meta. We're talking about like, you know, virtual product placement, but on a, on a whole other level, on a meta level, no pun intended. I'd be really excited to see how that ends up manifesting. And, and who drives it? Because of course there's going to be the meta provided advertising mechanism or whatever, but meta is also going to be, and I'm not, I, I used the word open source earlier, Owen, when you and I spoke offline and, and that's not the right word. Meta is not an open source piece, but it's a, what would you call it? Like an open framework, like other people are allowed to build in the metaverse, right? Yeah. I, I think it's like, you, I guess you had to take a conceptual step back about what the metaverse actually is. First of all, I guess just because we renamed ourselves meta, I'm, you know, I'm not company spokesperson, but well, you know, sort of am and not, but it's not, it's, it's a concept of an open world where you, you know, you can kind of build whatever you do. It's a way to communicate with people and it's going to take a lot of input from various companies around the world that all going to build separate parts and competing parts of infrastructure for them. So it's not just one thing that's owned by Meta, it's a collective kind of build. If you think about, you know, a bit like Windows, for example, as an operating system, wouldn't be very much use if you could just go into Windows and there'd be nothing there. You have to have the tools and, you know, things like Office and games and all of the other things that filter onto these platforms, which are built by loads of different companies to actually make it function. Metaverse is always like, you know, we, I think we talked about real estate as well, just going into, you know, an open world and start building different stores and, you know building a billboard, I suppose you could have a billboard there and then you sell an ad on the billboard. That's going to work. I mean, it's such, it's such a, you know, just like you said, it's billions of dollars in R and D. It's going to take time for that to come to fruition. To see some of the early stages of growth here. It's, it's something that I'm really excited about. Have, have you yeah, been in the metaverse yet? Kasim? Sounds like Owen obviously has, he's, he's got his Oculus quest too. 
Yeah. I have not. No. I know Ralph, you got one for every member yeah. of your family, right? Yeah. We yeah, we we had a uh, a virtual paintball fight like many times when the kids were home for for vacation. It was it was unbelievable. <laughs> it was absolutely amazing. And I was sitting there getting shot up by my 21-year-old incessantly because I couldn't, but I was just looking around looking for ad space. Like it was everywhere. Like there could be, you know, there could be ads all over the place, product placements as we went into rooms. I was thinking, obviously, I lost many, many times because I was thinking like a marketer, but it's like it's right there. You know what I mean? Especially, I mean, inside games, that's a specific game. Did we go outside of that? Not really, because we're side of the equation. But yeah, uh, we actually gave every Tier 11 customer an Oculus Quest 2, and we've gotten from them too. They're like, this is absolutely incredible. So, uh, it's definitely there. I don't know what, I know it's like an aggregation really of tech titans to all come together and make it all work in a pseudo open source platform. I'm not exactly sure how it's all going to work. And will all those tech titans actually sort of talk to each other and cooperate in this new reality? I guess it worked for the internet, but that was started by the government, I suppose. Well, that's the problem, right? Because Meta owns the metaverse. And, and oh, and I realize that I'm putting you on the spot here, but if I were on one of these other trillion dollar brands, why on earth would I want to contribute to their, what would you say, their beachhead, their technical beachhead? Like, I'd rather go create my own. And now you've got the VHS versus beta thing. And we have to see like, okay, what piece of hardware am I going to buy? Which one's going to come out on top and why? And there's always really interesting reasons for that. Like VHS won because of porn. Beta was, That's I don't know right, if you, yeah. you heard the story, Ralph. Beta was, beta was a better technology. Beta was a better technology all the way around. VHS was adopted by the porn industry because it was easier to record onto a VHS tape. And so all of a sudden it became the more prolific piece of, of technology. So it makes you wonder like, what else is going to come out? And then, and then how is it we're going to decide who the winner is? I think that's so exciting, but it's also going to get pretty bloody, you know? And Meta has a huge leg up because they were first to market. But, but the first to market always takes the bullet from an R&D perspective. They paid a ton of money to be the brave ones, and God bless them for doing it, to step up and say like, okay, this is what we think it is. But, you know, if you, if you start to build it the wrong way, you're headed in the wrong direction or whatever, somebody else gets to come up and, and now kind of capitalize on on that, that, that knowledge capital that you've just given to the world. I guess the benefit that Facebook has is they can just buy anything, right? Like that's sort of the direction that everything's headed is just snap up all the, the new and emerging tech. So that'll be exciting to see too. Well, I, yeah, and I think there's, there's a lot of room to carve out in, in what the metaverse is. I think that's such a, because it's such a, it's like, I would say poorly defined, but broadly defined term at the moment of what it actually means. There's so many different avenues that companies can take to get into that space. I mean, and it, it depends what you really call, what is the metaverse? You know, is, is it just a concept of an open world you should go in? Is there lots of different open worlds that collaborate? Is it, you know, is it, if you, you know, we have like competitors already on the, the VR front, if you look at make obviously the, the name of the, the headset, but I think they were the one of the first. No, can anybody else can either, Owen? Oh, that's the thing is you guys kind of well, own it now, right? Like you're, you're one of the big the... first in there. Yeah. But maybe you have an app on the quest. that's also an app on, on a, on a valve product. And then you can use both of those headsets to go into the same world. Oh, that's interesting. So it's like a PlayStation yeah. and Xbox thing. And now it's like, we're, we're playing the same game, exactly, but using yeah. different maybe devices. Maybe you have a pair of like AR glasses, you know, Microsoft make the HoloLens or HoloLens, however you pronounce it. Those glasses you put on and you, you know, if you augmented reality instead of a, a virtual reality, and then maybe that plays a place into 
tying your own world or the real world into, into the metaverse as well. So there's, there's so many different avenues that companies can carve out and it will play out interesting that, you know, there's always going to be competition and competition drives innovation, right? So the competition and, and, you know, hopefully it's not my blood spill, but we'll see how it goes. And uh, like you said, there is a big risk going in first, but it, I know the company has a lot of in and some of the things we've seen so far are, are really interesting and I, uh, I hope to see them come to fruition. Is it fair to say that the iOS 14 update accelerated the release of the metaverse? I honestly have no idea. I don't know when, when Meta acquired Oculus. I think it was before, you know, well before that. I think, I think it's been a long-term vision mm-hmm. for, for a long time, trying to, to kind of figure out what that actually means and what that looks like. It's really changed anything from that side of view. It's been to explore iOS 14 or, or really any changes in the, in the, I guess the, the browser ecosystem, if you like, or. Even mobile, you know, one of the things that this gets compared to is the move from desktop to mobile in the first place and kind of the, how Apple went along mobile internet to the market is, this is kind of another phase, you know, moving on to the metaverse and looking at that. So I don't think it really accelerated things, but it's certainly something else to, to focus on now. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the move to mobile was something of a disconnect in a lot of ways, you know, you're, you're, and, and I think the, the, the specific context is really important. You're not sitting in a chair, you're not sitting in front of a desk, you're not sitting in front of a screen, you're out in the world and you have this, this device with you and it's accessible when you want it to, want it to be. Um, VR is interesting because like you have stepped entirely into the digital world. You're, you're encumbered by the physical world only in, in the, the constraints, I don't know what the impact of that is going to be. You know, like parts of it scare me. I'm a dad. Parts of, you know, it scares me for my kids to think about how addicting could that possibly, and you mentioned earlier, like, well, you, you, you qualified a statement you made and said, I guess the real world, but I wonder what is the real world? Why, why is it that we're, why is it that a relationship that you have with somebody online is any different than a relationship you have with somebody face to face? You and I right now are talking over a digital platform and I can see your face and you can see my face. And I realize that there's nuances to that that would be different if we were face to face, but I wonder how important those nuances are and you know, wh- whether or not we're not giving enough credit to some of what the digital world can create. And I feel like Meta is going to be the very first step in that direction. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think in, in many ways, you know, the pandemic accelerated that view to like a virtual environment if you like it you know what you and i are doing is just talking over a, a conference right but it's still a, a lot more virtual than you know who, who, i don't know if you did pre, pre-pandemic if you'd have guests in person or down at a radio station or whatever it might be but um i think it's definitely highlighted some of the the ways that a virtual environment can help and i like, like i said like being in it being an immigrant into this country being able to kind of do things with people at home, you know, it isn't real world. It isn't the same yet. Maybe it never will be. I think it's, right. you know, I don't think it's a, a thing personally, at least where I might have a friend down the road and I'm going to put my quest on to go and do something with them. I probably do go and see them, right? Like, I don't think that it's not a replacement for real life, but it, you know, we're increasingly a globalized society and a globalized world and, and there, we know people all over the world and the reality is we can't just Teleportation is probably a lot further away than a metaverse. Do some of those things with other people right now, or at least in the coming future is, you know, hopefully will encourage a lot of people to, to have a look at what it can offer. Sure. Yeah. It will, it will become sort of something that's normalized. And at, at the moment, it still has some of those stigmas attached from virtual world is, and you know, the stigmas that get associated to that. 
Yeah, I'm I'm as excited about AR as I am VR. It feels like it won't be quite as intrusive. It's almost, you know, forgive me the term, but it's like the gateway drug. You know, if we can get people using augmented reality and, and they start to see the, all the utilitarian value, which would be immense, you know, I mean, like you could stop effectively all car crashes with AR, right? I don't know what it is. I think 30 or 40,000 people uh, a year die in the United States because of car crashes. And, you know, obviously there's like vehicles and all those things, but until we get there, which is also being held back by people, not technology. AR could, could you know, identify and, and help. Like, there's just so much that can be done. And I think that that could be a really important stepping stone. It's actually interesting that VR seems to be a little bit more accessible. And, and obviously, maybe because a lot of the moves that Meta made, VR seems to be far more accessible than AR. You almost think it would have gone the other way. Yeah, I think in some ways it comes down to probably the hardware aspects. AR, you know, I think at the moment you kind of have to use your phone for the most part, right? You're, you're kind of using your phone, using the camera and you have all the, you know, the phones have immense power these days and you can see things through your phone screen that get augmented into that reality, but it's not really that immersive, right? It's, it's, it's cool and it's something interesting, but it's not like you have to start to look through your phone, which is sort of a relatively small screen to actually see that. Yeah. What we needed is remember old Google goggles. So I, I never actually used them, but like it was the first view of what that might be. And, you know, we have even something similar in like the Ray-Ban stories, right? The, the kind of glasses with, it's much more, not really an AR product, but the kind of first concept, you know, of having cameras there, which you can record what's going on at the moment and record things as they happen from your viewpoint. And I, and I think just that if you look at a Quest headset, it's still to get that level of detail into a very small set of glasses. And, and I think that's, you know. What, what mm. the R&D is and we'll see how that goes but a bit like the volume of opportunities that are in the space there's so many different avenues that companies could go down and how they want to innovate there will be a lot of competition but there will also be a lot of things for people to do yeah I'm so excited about it you know obviously from a technological perspective just I want to I want to experience what the world is like when it has because we've been teasing it for you know decades and longer sci-fi movie ever made has some element of it infused but I'm excited about it as an advertiser too, because I, I think that it'll be it'll be a complete change of context. And anytime you have a complete change of context like that, it, it there's so much opportunity for the smaller business, which is where my passion lies. You know, you usurp all of the ingrained players, the people that kind of own the space, and you now have like this this blue ocean, this really fertile ground for someone to step in and you know, be creative and, and there's going to be a lot of new and early risers, which will be fun to watch. Yeah. And I, th I think that's what Meta does a good job at today, actually, is just making a lot of advertising products easy to use for, for small advertisers, right. And like allowing them to get into the space of competing with, like you said, it, it will be another opportunity for, for advertisers and companies to get into that space before anybody else does. I mean, it's again. You, you mentioned the the risk for for Meta getting involved in that in the first place. It'd be a risk for any advertisers, but mm -hmm. but it you know it seems like certainly a, a big part of the future and getting in there earlier rather than later is is well, hopefully we'll we'll pay dividends. Oh, and you're awesome, man. You're a lot of fun to talk to. I appreciate you coming on the show. No, yeah, I hope we... The metaverse stuff is, is really interesting. I wish I, I wish I knew more about it and I wish I could speak, but it's one of those things that I guess is so, so in development, so, so new that we're, we're all still getting used to it. But um, at least the conversions API is something I 
still live and breathe every day. <laughs> and, uh, and I will live and breathe it pretty much for, for many days to come. So hopefully we also managed to get some answers to, to your listeners' questions as well. No, you did a great job. I think, you know, brought a lot of value to a lot of people. Appreciate having you on too. Absolutely. I know you're busy. So thank you for taking the no, time. Likewise. Here. Thank you very much for having me. Hey, it's Kasim here and I have a question for you. What if you could legally get the emails of almost every person who visits your website? Now, I know that sounds crazy, but seriously, what if you could safely and respectfully target your website visitors via email just by dropping a pixel onto your site? It might sound too good to be true, but our new sponsors at getemails.com can do just that. They've created a system that's compliant with U.S. laws and regulations, and every email address they send you is opted in to receive emails. That means you can connect your anonymous website visitors to real people and then safely retarget them through email with real-time, fully compliant interactions. I've personally met the CEO, Adam Robinson, and the guy is absolutely brilliant. And he believes in his product so much that he's willing to do something a little crazy for PT listeners. If you are an e-commerce brand that's doing over a million in annual revenue and you've gone through their easy 30-minute onboarding process, if you don't 5X your investment within the first six months, they will give you all of your money back. To take advantage of this offer, go to getemails.com forward slash scalable. That's getemails.com forward slash scalable. Hey, PT listeners, when's the last time your business published on its blog? If the answer is, that's way too long for me to remember, I want you to listen up because our friends at BKA Content have a new service where they'll deliver fresh blogs to your inbox and all you have to do is just post them on your site. Now, these articles are all originally written just for your business. They're not generic articles that are just copy and pasted or thrown into some AI software or written by a VA. No, these are professional writers who are going to sit down and write articles just for your business. We've used them in the past, and they're absolutely fabulous. Now, if you want an extra reason to go try them yourself, BK is giving PT listeners half off their first month. Just go to bkacontent.com forward slash perpetual to get started. That's bkacontent.com forward slash perpetual. Is your business not spending tens of thousands of dollars per month on social ads, but you really want a top-tier agency to manage those ads for you? Well, back in early 2020, Tier 11 started offering a service just like that to be able to serve all those businesses out there that maybe aren't spending hundreds of thousands of dollars per month, but still want professional help, quality media buying and campaign management at an affordable price. So for a limited time, we're offering a special offer for our new Cornerstone product over at tier11.com forward slash corner so we can see how we can help you unlock your online business potential in the coming year. That's tier11.com forward slash corner. Apply today, and we'd love to see how we can scale and grow your business in the coming year. You've been listening to Perpetual Traffic, 